0: Who are we? Nobodies! Speak for yourself. Okay,
1: we're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films.
0: Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe
1: maybe we can learn a thing or two.
0: Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking
1: beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films,
0: failing our way to success.
1: Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first.
0: Good day and welcome. ...to episode 43.
2: Three. Three. Thank
0: Three. you for... <laughs> <laughs> our first Thank you first. for it up, Keita. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. My name is Adrian Constant. I'm Jason Green. And this is a podcast as we track our journey through filmmaking, trying to make an extra couple of dollars uh, with our films. All right. So, all right. Now, today we have a special guest. This guest, this lovely lady sitting right between us, her name is Keita Constant. And we have the same last name because she is my sister's daughter. Yeah, that's, that's your niece. That's my niece. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what how my niece that works. Is. <laughs> oh, is that what a niece is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't realize. Okay. Very nice. Um, but uh, Kita is an aspiring actress. She's okay. just finished school. She's currently uh, taking a gap year, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about that and her entering the film industry. A gap year. Yeah,
1: that yeah. sounds fun. Is, you... that,
0: is that is y-
1: you finished?
2: High school. high school, high school, yeah.
1: And so you're gonna take a year off and travel the world and yeah, have lots of fun and maybe go back to school.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might study in um, the Netherlands, but maybe not. I don't know.
0: Mm. So a gap year—it's pretty common in South Africa. Okay. You would, um, or it's a common idea or term in South Africa because generally, um, anyone who's coming out of school, it's it's expected that you're going to go to tertiary education. Not necessarily the case in Canada. A lot of people just get jobs or they get into the trades. Right. You know, but in South Africa, generally, they're like, go to university. It's very important. You must. So a gap year is a sort of an idea that people know about. Mm. Where You take a little break, yeah. go and find yourself. Amazing. Yeah. I,
1: I imagine sometimes it's a gap couple of years.
2: It can turn into that. Yeah. Danger, danger. It's the...
0: You get a good, if you get a good job... You're like, yeah. why go back to school? Adults, I go back to adults school. are
2: very concerned about that. Usually, like, a lot of parents will be like, oh, don't do that. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Tempting fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My sister's concerned. Yeah. But she's, I mean, she's a very cool parent. She's like, just. I met your sister. She just got. You were, you were hilarious that night. Was <laughs> I? You were cracking jokes left, right, and center. I was like, no, but he was also winning all the games. He was winning all the games. Yeah. I should have punched you in the face. I had the chance.
1: I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but.
0: I'm pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware. <laughs> no, J- Jason was being hilarious. He was cracking jokes. They were yeah. they were really funny. I didn't know. It was yeah, weird. I liked your sister.
1: She
3: was great. <laughs> was that, was fun. that was fun. That was a good night.
0: Okay, so um, onwards and upwards. So, Kita, give us a little rundown. What are you hoping to do in the film industry?
3: Hmm.
2: Well, um, I know I want to try it out, first and foremost. Just, like be in a few like small movies and see what it's like um but I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy it because I've done uh stage acting for a long time well not a long time for like since I was like 11 um and then so I want to try it out and then study it but also something that's important to me is to try and get a career that incorporates acting music and art at the same time because I feel like I feel equally passionate about those three things um but I think acting is the mo- the easiest, not easiest thing, but the the best thing to start with, um, because there is a degree you can do, and it is important. Whereas with art, you can kind of make try and make it your own thing without studying necessarily. And the mm-hmm. same with music, you can just try and learn by yourself. Both acting, it like it's good to get someone else's input.
1: I was gonna say that um, art and music almost seem like uh it's the quickest way to get your passion out into the world right Mm -hmm. like if you we know a few people that that paint and things like that and if you if you're an amazing artist and you paint something you can your art can get out there in the
0: world right away you've expressed yourself your expression is complete fairly quickly right yeah right but yeah, film and, was a little different and music music is is similar like you you express yourself and then you can you could go and put it on in front of people yeah and film film takes a little bit more there's a little more moving parts to the thing, but it is a like there is like there is a music industry i feel like and and it's huge
3: mm-hmm.
0: I do feel like there, there's more there, there's like a i don't know there's more of an industry does that make sense in film? it's like bigger industry it's more industry that's what yeah. it feels like to me anyway yeah. i would say that i would say that everything
1: if you want to move from passion to paid let's mm-hmm. just say mm-hmm. i think that there's always a uh, a big barrier to entry i mean there's I know there's con- there's lottery tickets right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know there's going to be Someone who writes a hit song and becomes super famous and launches their own career, mm-hmm. um, but you know, like we've seen with some other folks, it can be
0: uh, just as big of a slog. You know, you have to and build for, your and, brand and, and a and, forever slog. Yeah, and for they, sure. yeah, and congratulations on choosing like the three hardest things to make money at, it, <laughs> yeah. like in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean.
1: I'm thinking about breaking breaking into accounting, and I'll see. I don't know
0: if I'm going to be able to get a job. No, you can get a job in
3: accounting. You'll be fine.
0: Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, So tell us a little bit about your experience on stage. Now, just as a caviar...
2: um, (laughs) Some fish eggs.
0: Yes. I know, but it's also like caviar. Caviar? Go on. Okay. Uh, In South Africa, uh, drama and being on stage... Is part of school life, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it is like there's a there is a there is a strong performance based. Would you
1: say for everyone? That feels similar in Canada. Like in Canada, there's a lot of like drama clubs
0: and plays that they put on and things like that. Or would you say it's bigger? No, actually, I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. But it just seems that drama is a it's very popular in South Africa. Um, to us, Kira, tell us. (laughs) about your experience in South Africa acting on the stage. And then your experience. Tell us about the last two performances that you did. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, um, I would say at least at my high school and a lot of high schools in South Africa, they have a lot of like stage productions. It's like, it's kind of part of the school bonding experience, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, So there, I was in a few one-act plays which were short plays written by the students. And oh, then other students would audition were and get they into any them. Good? I thought they were good, but I was a student myself, so obviously I didn't have like a outward look on them. But um, I know a few were absolutely incredible, like mm-hmm. so clever. Um, I was in an apocalyptic one at one point where like it was the end of the world, and um, oh yeah, HIV/AIDS had become airborne. It's quite an interesting oh. concept, yeah. Um, and that one actually like involved where people just
0: like. I can't even do it with my niece. I can't even yeah. make I mean, basically,
1: basically, if that were the case, Kida, Storm clouds. if that were, <laughs>
0: That's what I'm gonna say. No, if this were the case,
1: essentially, <laughs> you could contract it, like, Kita and I would now have AIDS.
2: It would be like a cough, we right? you Like, like if someone coughs, right? They could yeah. give you AIDS.
0: But that was after doing someone a blowjob, right?
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> no, lo- no, the pathogen after s- itself oh. After someone spreading
1: somewhere air. in the world had given some other person a blowjob and then had just been in rooms with people, this is how it spreads. You know, um, sorry to derail, but that's what we do here. Okay. I'm listening to The Stand by Stephen oh, King yes. on audiobook. Have you, have you read The Stand? Do you know of it? No. Okay, okay. have you read it? I oh. have
0: not read it. I've watched the miniseries, which okay. was awesome.
1: The miniseries is great, um, but the book, man... It's something else like it, it goes for three chapters or four chapters just describing the interaction people that have with each other. So you really get this crazy sense of how fast an airborne HIV ir- virus or a superbug mm-hmm. would take down the world. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, you know, a state trooper who gets a cough pulls off, pulls off, you know, he's got a quota and he pulls 40 people over, mm-hmm. right? And those 40 people, you know, one had a, a group, you know, a family in their car and then mm-hmm. they go to a, a school play to watch their daughter and then everyone in the school is, becomes infected. And then, you know,
0: this person goes to the train station and so, drops off his loved one and then that person gets on the train. So it's that, it's that typical image when you see in post-apocalyptic movies where the the bubble slowly grows yeah. to oh encompass the whole globe. Yeah. So that's that's real. It
1: is it is crazy. If there was a virus that was fast acting
0: that that and that, and a, that
1: contagious that yeah. you could just be in the same room and catch it with people, I mean that would be it. Things that would would be it. And would that's be that's what the stand is all about. It, I think it the flu kills like ninety percent of the people on Earth or something like that. Yeah. And it's only people that are immune that kind of so carry like, on or whatever. But sure. And you know, like no, these people were immune. Yeah, they had immunity. In the stand, yeah, because yeah. they, yeah, in the stand, <clears throat> you would have like um, a person in a jail, and everyone else in the jail would die, and they'd be okay. So it was, it was like some people were immune, and then the, it was the end of the world with like ten percent of the people, and they mm-hmm. kind of, and then you move on into the rest of the story, trying to rebuild society. Cool. Yeah. So awesome. I mean, but yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a cool play.
3: Yeah,
0: airborne HIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so we, it, was this? This was at high school. It was in high school. Yeah. Okay.
2: And in that play, I.
0: Were you the HIV virus?
2: In high school. Yeah. Okay. okay. And in I that play, was I. Mean to it,
0: Were you the HIV virus? Um.
2: So I was. One of the last people no. Okay. I was immune to it actually, and then, mm. um, um. So I was one of the last people on Earth, right? And I thought I was the only person left on Earth. Um. And I had this like. Huge three-page monologue, um, and then towards the end, there's another couple on earth. But then so the the boyfriend has the disease, but the girlfriend is also immune to it. So boyfriend um, dies, and then like my character goes through this whole thing of like because the boyfriend dies and she's like really upset, and then my character's like I can't like because my character was planning to point. commit suicide because she was so like local, kind of.
0: The Last yeah.
2: person on earth, like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, um, so then, but oh, then she's like, that, I can't that that her alone. that's pretty so cool. So she kills her, I like it. So, when
0: you, when you got this role, when you were approaching this role with, which th- with a three page monologue, and when, yeah, now as an actor, when you get an opportunity like that, yeah. I mean, you got to milk it because yeah, that doesn't I was, come, I was that doesn't, super yeah, excited about it. that doesn't come along very often. Like, I know the actors that we've worked with, if they get a juicy. Juicy scene that they can sink their teeth into. Yeah, it, may, it means the world. Yes, because yeah. they because often they might have one line. And and yeah. now I'm not talking from experience, but you got one line behind a counter. Would you like fries with that or whatever your line is until you crack the big time? Yeah. So when a juicy piece of juicy acting comes along, you hop on it and you really give it everything you got. Mm. So how did you approach that three-page monologue, which is awesome?
2: Well, I thought that the the.
3: Page. Oh, which is awesome. it, she was,
2: well, um, t- I thought that the 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 girl directing it, she was, um, so it was a grade, grade 12 person. at the school at the time, yeah. I was, I think at I was in grade was 10, 10. and I'm 9, so I was like 16. 15, 16, mm-hmm. um, and she was like 18, she was really and I felt that she was extremely, she wanted it to look exactly how it was in her head. She was really particular. So she, so she made me go over like okay. tiny, like every single line, um, She, like, made me do it again and again and again until it sounded how she wanted to sound. Um, Which isn't really what I was used to, because in my drama studio outside of that, my director gave us a little bit of freedom. She would give us input, but she didn't, like, kind of labor every single line like that. So that was kind of new for me, but... um, I did rehearse it how she wanted it really to cool be experience. and yeah. I think I think did she was happy video? with it I, I was happy yeah. with it it was, yeah. it was um, it's, it's, it's a really a, cool yeah. experience mm-hmm. um, Do you have it on video? how uh,
3: yeah how
2: long yeah. did it take um, you to it's, memorize it's, the three DVD
3: pages, of pages
0: yeah. mm-hmm. let me just now let me just and I will just say that in on stage in stage plays you'll be rehearsing much much longer like the rehearsal period is super super oh, long oh for sure yeah yeah so it is it is different. Yeah
3: but
2: um I don't find it too difficult to memorize lines. Yeah um. but um if I, do it a lot, I don't find it too difficult to memorize lines. If I do it a lot, it just kind of sticks in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't even yeah, realize it's, probably, it's going there, yeah, but then it, yeah, Then, then I can a a suddenly a say it without looking tantrum, at the page. For sure. You can, you
0: um, can ooh, that's probably, I mean, that's probably a little bit of if a... If a I do it a
2: lot, I
3: can. If yeah. I, if I for sure.
0: You can, if you can easily remember them somehow.
3: If
2: I do it a lot, I can. If I don't practice a lot, then I'll forget, like immediately it's, you, frustrating. You you
0: it's frustrating when you have an actor who can't remember their lines i don't
1: know yeah. who we're looking at because, but we're looking at you because to able. be honest with <laughs> you when we were doing shifted we have we had a couple big yeah blocks and the guys were amazing so, yes yeah i don't know who we're looking at right now but it's somebody
0: not for shifted but um but no because essentially what happens from a director's standpoint specifically in film is that you're like you want the actor to internalize the lines yeah. to the extent that it they don't have to think about what the line is because we can see you thinking. It needs yeah. to be natural. I can't. I, you, there cannot be a moment where, you're where you are yeah. being like, "What's my next line?" Because that that vagueness in your you eyes. You have to
1: be the character, yeah. and the character is delivering that line mm-hmm. because that's the character's words, right? It, yeah, you yeah. you are right. You can never look like you are not just being the character period not just being right yeah yeah like i i was quite used to that
2: whole thing because um and i knew the difference like yeah like i i was quite used to that whole thing because um and i knew the difference like like my my drama teacher would always say like it's so important for you to learn the words because when you're going off the page you're not in character Words kind of because you have a piece of paper in your hand and you're mm-hmm. reading and that's like a different part of your brain like and then the, when they're the muscle, me muscle memory them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You can you're just in like a better
0: place yeah. it doesn't throw you for a loop <clears throat> if something changes yeah. but at yeah. the same time
1: if they're in muscle memory you don't have to change them you can just yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's just it, something sometimes and sometimes something doesn't quite sound right and you want to put a change on it yeah. or whatever
0: but I mean, even then, you can discuss it and make sure that it feels right. I just feel like once you have the lines down pat, if you do decide to change it, Mm -hmm. you have have more availability to play with things. So your actor, the person who's memorizing lines, is not going to move into a flat panic because now things are changing a little bit. Yeah. I feel like there's a bit more control when they really know the lines. Okay, but moving on. So...
1: So, t- so just tell yeah. tell us a little bit about two before we get into kind of what you want to yeah. do uh, so t- so after just your, tell, your tell gap. Talk to us a little bit about your your passion for and art music. and um, music. Just run us through just quickly what about uh, your, your uh, what uh, uh, art you know. Music. Do you play so all you instruments? Run what are you? She's like no. I haven't yet tried. I love I love the. I love the tambourine. Yeah. It is my life.
0: I love the triangle. <laughs> ding ding ding. I lo- There's I a love triangle the- player out there. I love super the tambourine. It's like, it's it really is my life.
2: Love- fucking hard, guys.
1: <laughs> no, there isn't.
0: Because <laughs> in the- in the orchestra...
1: Ding. No, there isn't.
0: So it, the right <laughs> it does have to be at the right time, but I think the tambourine dude is also the... It does have to be at the right time, but I think the tambourine dude like is also a a the...
3: or lady, is the, is so the person who uh, also does the symbol
1: and we'll talk about New York City another another podcast. But I did go see Stephen Colbert, to, uh, and they had that band, you know, and in between commercial breaks and things like that, they get out and they do their whole thing. And this one lady was just going crazy with the tambourine. She did like that. a three or four minute tambourine solo, wow. and it was it was crazy. It felt very like, like, like tribal, you know. That's cool. And anyways, yeah, it was it was something else. So don't make fun of the tambourine players because.
0: They'll get you. They have a union, and, uh, and it, she's playing <laughs> tribal music. She will spear you. Right. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, yeah. so to talk to us about music and art. Um.
2: So I've done art ever since I was like. So. Yeah. To talk so, to us
0: about music and art.
2: Um. It was, so I've done art ever since I was like. Um, one um, and it was kind of when I was a kid um, people like adults oh sorry I mean, oh, so I, mean probably, I don't know if they were just saying I that to be you know, so nice they were it was like half and half yeah probably And but like I did kind of feel that they commented on my half and half yeah probably
3: but like I did
2: kind of feel that they commented on my art and it's good children's art um, children's art it was children's art but
3: Honestly, um, it can still be good children's art. Was, which correct. is probably, if you were talking about
2: it more. <laughs> but, um, I'm of sure. That, I think, and because I enjoyed doing it. I hope It was. But, um, <laughs> but um,
0: because of that, I think,
3: and because I enjoyed doing it. like
0: um, Did like, you say it like, like that? I want to be when you, yeah. you, you <laughs> grow up and i like, an art. This was like a week ago. Someone
3: was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, I'm an art. Well, <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> uh, <it's>, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: Um so yeah, and then in high school I did art as like a school subject. Anyway. Um so yeah, and then in high school I did art as like a school um, subject. And then I which was very so hard. <laughs> but um it was rewarding as well. Um ten, and then I ever since mm. I Are you still playing cello when I was like no nine, I played. Ten. I played
0: cello. Um, mm. um Are you still playing cello? after the
2: last no. time I played. Yeah. Um, I I played up until the end of school. Um, and then mm. after the last time I played at like the school prize giving you think my chiller disappeared. Yeah, I think because mm. the- it was really weird. It just disappeared. And I think I think Do you think somebody saw this? Yeah, I think because I remember the last time I saw it it was like close to the door at the front of our house. Gone. And maybe people were it's coming gone. and going and someone just played like, it. But oh, really? I yeah. have it's you just, just gone. gone
0: you played chiller? Yeah, played I also cello? I played from about... I played when did you oh, start? Really? Yeah. Have you... For oh, less time than you oh, wow. played cello? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also... I played from about, for about... When did you start? Like 10? Oh, well, I was in grade four.
3: like. Can oh, we was was recreate... Like
1: Can we recreate the years, two cellos the age, YouTube video? Yes.
0: Oh, that's amazing. You've seen it? No. We could air cello. Amazing.
1: You haven't seen two cellos? It's... It's... They play the uh all the hardcore the thunder yeah, yeah thunder yeah, 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 struck yeah, by acdc that's amazing i love it okay and we're back hold on are we back yep cool
0: we're back so we just had a little bit of a technical technical difficulty the battery for kita's lav ran out and now ran out 8 minutes ago right so we're going to have to sp- stitch the what stitch the episode gonna, what together what are we going
1: to do to fix probably
2: this. all the way down the street by now
1: yes
0: What's all the way down the street? The
2: battery, because it ran out.
0: Oh my word, you're so hilarious. <laughs> um, so, we're, so we're, explain, we're... explain what we're going to do. So, so mm-hmm. what, what would
1: if we didn't do anything? Mm-hmm. What are people going to hear on the podcast? Uh,
0: well, Kita, all of a sudden at 13 minutes when her batteries ran out, she would just get really, really soft and distant because uh, she would. It would be the mics that are in front of us that would be picking her up. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So we, what are we going to try to do? You're going to turn up turn up her volume just when she's talking. It's still going to use our mics, but we'll try and get the levels so that they're closer. Um yeah, that's about it. But uh, Do
1: people do people when they're when they're um making movies, let's say. Mhm. Do people put fresh batteries in and just toss batteries regularly?
0: Yes, absolutely. Lots of like half-used batteries. Lots. Yeah because there's, there's no ways on a professional film set when there's lots of money, you know, on yeah. the... Yeah, they like to risk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the audio technicians would just change the batteries at lunch. Right. Not even waiting for them to run out because it's just not worth... In terms of the amount of money that the production costs, it's not worth it for them to have a battery run out. I mean, that would be ridiculous. Imagine, you know, yeah. right, lots of people could, waiting for that. The other thing, that. too, is you could
1: be... If you waited until one set died...
0: That could be happening
1: all the time. Like, yours died, and then, like, ten minutes later, yeah. Peter's died, yeah, yeah, et cetera, yeah, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably better to just, when everybody's at lunch, you go around, you throw all of them out, you put in mm-hmm. brand new ones.
0: Yeah, and you, you hope that everything lasts until and lunch. And you don't right? throw them
1: out. What you do is you, you take them home, and you put them in your kids' toys, or your remote controls. That's
2: smart, yeah. right. Recycling.
0: I mean, the thing is, though, that you would be charging your remote controls and your toys for the next 200 years on one movie,
3: Oh, cool. The The batteries would be,
0: the, the number of batteries. So I, I just, I'm just going to touch on the things that we spoke about. Uh, Kita did talk about um, a monologue, her three-page monologue, which she prepared for. Um, I would like to go back and do that again. Do you mind? Yeah. Because uh, I'd just like Kita to say it so that people can hear it right in the microphone. Oh, you're not going to fix it now? <laughs> we're going we're to jump back 10 minutes now. Just for the important stuff, which is oh, kid's okay. monologue. Okay. Not your stand story. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Um, so, do you want me to explain the plot again, or
3: mm-hmm.
2: about how, like, yeah. All yes. right. All right. Hit us so, the um, I was the last person on Earth, right? After mm-hmm. HIV/AIDS became airborne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sad. Um And then. <laughs>
1: Let's recreate all of our HIV airborne jokes. I mean, those are the best, right? Um,
2: But anyway, yeah, then I'm like the last person on earth and I get really sad and I like want to die and stuff. Um, But then when I'm about to die, then, um, oh yeah, I'd already taken the pills when this girl arrives. So it's like, oh, I'm going to die anyway. So So
0: you are on the way out. Yeah. Oh man, that's good.
2: And then this this girl That's and really her good. boyfriend arrives and her boyfriend's like, oh, dying, dying. Uh, and then she's really upset and then he dies and stuff. And then and then I'm like, I have like this moral dilemma because it's like, I'm about to die and I can't leave this girl here completely by herself. So I give her tea and the pills are in the tea. Mm. And then we like
0: die together, die together
2: mm. while I'm singing. Yeah. Uh, that oh, you're singing? Yeah, singing. Oh. I sang... Um, a rainbow you remember that the rainbow song Somewhere uh, oh, Over the some
0: Rainbow oh yeah wow nice. yeah. that would give you chills actually yeah.
1: now when you do uh, was it was it three pages of of dialogue monologue you had yeah. or did you have a specific three page monologue that you did either before they came in or were they like off in the distance and you're talking about whatever while
2: so I was I was like in my own hideout talking to myself and i had this whole long thing about uh, i guess the context i was talking about how the disease came and what's happened since then and Mm -hmm. up until the point where i find these pills under a mattress when i was looking around for supplies and stuff so i just tell the whole story and explain like um it's also a little bit political so i talk about how like the government didn't care and all that and Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's that and then and then these people suddenly start knocking um and i'm like
1: what so i guess a lot of plays is that is that is that breaking the fourth wall is that the idea that you're you're talking to the audience oh yes you're telling them the story yeah yes
0: yeah Yeah, it's certainly different and um (laughs) yeah and there is a lot more exposition because you can't you can't really the audience can never look at what you're reading or mm-hmm. well, they could. I suppose it could be projected on something behind you. But like, generally, the only information they have is the information that comes out of your mouth right. and what your body does. Right. Like, even you pick up a book, you have to tell the audience what the book says because you would never be able to. The audience would never you be close like, enough, show enough it to them. see yeah. the title. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So it it is kind of different, and there is a lot more exhibition, ex, ex, exhibition, exposition by the actors, uh, for sure. Mm. Now, tell us about. Edinburgh. Now you moved from South Africa. You have a UK passport. Yeah. Now you moved to Edinburgh. Yeah. Which is in Scotland, and there is a theatre festival there that is the oh, biggest
1: uh, the theatre the festival, festival in the another, world. You have another aunt in Edinburgh. You, you
3: hang not, out with her. Not in um, Edinburgh. In Aberdeen. In Aberdeen, oh,
2: yeah. Aberdeen. Yeah. I have an aunt in Aberdeen and another aunt in Chester, England. Mm. Um, but my dad and one of my brothers lives in Scotland, um, and then my other brother lives in London. So like all over the place but um yeah so the edinburgh fringe festival mm-hmm. um it's the biggest arts festival in the world and legit yeah mm.
0: she's been in it yeah in a legit fringe <laughs> wow. festival amazing
2: yeah i was in a um <clears throat> a play called the mold that changed the world um i was part oh, of the chorus
0: man. is this post-apocalyptic
2: no. Okay. It's pre-apocalypse.
0: Oh my word!
1: the <laughs> really apocalypses. Uh, I mean, you have to assume there's gonna be an apocalypse, so everything is <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. Everything is pre apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Everything.
2: Yeah. Including. No, it's it's about how like the history of penicillin and Alexander Fleming, okay. and then kind of a warning about the overuse of antibiotics and mm-hmm. like what it could result in, because you know how antibiotics. I mean, bacteria can become resistant to antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So it's like all about that. Um. That's true. I talk to my
1: dad about this all the time That's because really true. There was a point in his life where he switched to being uh, crazy about Purell. You know that 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 like hand antibiotic like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you I don't know touch the table and then you have Ooh. to like squirt a little oh, stuff. Oh, like like hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Purell is like the Kleenex of hand sanitizer here, yeah. and he has bottles of that stuff everywhere. He has one in the car. He he bought he'll buy a giant jug of it, and then squirt it into little jugs so that way he can keep them around. Wow, that's sounds. Like, <laughs> Look, I wash my hands, right? But not <laughs> yeah. at, to a crazy level like my dad. So and it, dad. And, and, it, <laughs> and, and but you know what it, I
0: mean. You do all of a sudden, you know, in your environment, you never ever. Germs never get to you, and then one day a germ does get to you, and it absolutely wipes you out.
1: We've been watching a lot of House, you know, that doctor, mm-hmm. doctor show. And so, like, those people that live in, like, a clean room, the, the minute anything, the, you know, the window opens and, like, a bird, bird poops in your house or something like that, you're going to die.
0: Yeah. yeah. This is why you've got to eat poo.
2: Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. This is the, yeah, this is the solution. The
0: solution is to make sure that every now and again you just eat a bit of bird poop. Should have or, put that, or that or the play.
1: Dirt. Yeah, you put your hand in the yeah. dirt, lick your fingers.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You to basically do something disgusting. Just, <laughs> yeah.
1: Go to McDonald's.
0: <laughs> That'll
1: do
2: Fair it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair
0: You'll enough. have some dirty little kid will be making your burger. Boom. And you will <laughs> not die during the apocalypse.
1: Yeah. Not to importance though.
0: Yeah. Because probably clean there what you think tim hortons is clean and mcdonald's is dirty for sure because my oh. son works there Um oh. yeah. just your son's tim's though uh, yeah yeah for sure yeah
1: we actually <clears throat> went to a tim hortons in the states yeah and it was terrible and he was uh for the next 10 minutes talking about how everything was wrong and terrible there and...
0: so i will say we went we we went to dc to visit my brother and this was part of the family reunion I thing dc We've talked about this. Yeah, D.C. was... And it was fun. Yeah. Have you
1: you been there before?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I went for his wedding. But every single coffee I bought was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't... I'd go, I went, And we went through, like... And I enjoy McDonald's coffee here in Canada. And we did a McDonald's drive through and it was just caca. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why. And when I asked for one sugar at the Starbucks, I don't know what this lady was thinking, but... She was kind of staring off into the d- distance, and the amount of sugar she dumped into my coffee for a one-sugar coffee was ludicrous. <laughs> it's like she forgot what she was doing. She had a momentary, like, brain they don't use. They don't use milk in America. They use cream
1: almost always for coffee. Like, it's a struggle to get milk for yeah. coffee. And, yeah, their coffee is not great. And, I, and sometimes I wonder, like, um, I wonder if Canadian coffee is weak. And mm. other people's coffee is like hard and coffee, like you know what I mean, like really strong. strong, strong. Yeah. And so it makes you kind of go like, uh, or, maybe. I
0: don't
1: know. I don't know. Just
2: my mom did say she liked like really strong coffee, so.
1: Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So for, back to the Fringe Festival. Let's stop talking. Edinburgh <laughs> Fringe Festival.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was really fun. Um The mold that broke. The Mold That Changed the World about antibiotics and penicillin. Mm, right, good title. But it was a musical, right? So I was... I didn't actually act, really. Was... Eat,
3: eat
0: the moldy bread, you prostitute,
2: eat. <laughs> wow. Eat the moldy bread. No? Eat some poop.
0: Eat some poop. Yeah. Because that's how they discovered it, right? right. The prostitutes weren't getting sick because they were eating moldy bread out of the garbage can. Of garbage can. So no. he was like...
2: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, mold.
1: That's- I like... I like
2: no <laughs> no no I mean, the That's... history of penicillin no yeah yes. yes. <laughs> no
0: Yes. okay you great. Tell me you me tell me alternate history of the world oh my word I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is a prank the prostitutes were not getting sick and they were like why wow, the prostitutes are not getting be no. sick because they are eating holy bread no yes <laughs> okay you tell me your history okay. obviously somebody thinks she's a know it all nineteen
2: year old. <laughs> I did a play about this, okay? Okay, I'm
0: so mad at you right now, but carry on.
1: Listen, if somebody knows about prostitutes, (laughs) it's your uncle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me about this, play. Tell me about... (laughs) about,
0: I don't know anything about prostitutes, by the way. Except that...
2: (laughs) Now he's getting defensive. Except
0: that they invented penicillin. They didn't invent it. (laughs) They were the case study.
2: No, no, okay. So, Alexander Fleming...
0: No one is listening to you, Keita, but you can carry on. Oh, that's from my <laughs> so, No. So okay, <laughs> carry on. Alexander Fleming.
2: Alexander Fleming. I'm so mad right now. Discovered penicillin, mm-hmm. but no one would listen to him. Like, all his colleagues were like, Ew, no, that's dirty. Ew. And so he was like, he um, didn't get it to work. But mm-hmm. then these other two guys... um, I think maybe heard about his studies or found it themselves and they tried it and then he's like, ah, oh, someone tried it, but then it failed. But then they came together and they were like, let's try it again. And then it worked. And then they got a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's now, what so I remember I from I, the point. <laughs> I, will tell you,
1: I will tell you that your two histories can probably merge together if yeah. those three dudes that tested it out also <laughs> frequented- <laughs> prostitutes
0: before so i
2: guess that's possible so
0: before all of that open your open your mind before all of that happened no there was prostitutes eating bread out of garbage cans
3: okay but the way alexander
2: fleming the way alexander fleming found it
3: yeah
2: found out about it was because he left a petri dish by itself and forgot about it And then after two weeks, he found it again, and he's like, "Oh, there's mold, there's mold growing this." But then the petri dish had bacteria on it, right? That he was like examining, Mm -hmm. but the mold had killed it, and he was like, (gasps) "Oh." So,
0: so So that does sound legit, and I feel like I've heard that before. But it's probably.
1: But that's probably prostitutes. Here's
0: the thing: thing.
1: Alexander Fleming was a notorious whoremonger. Okay, now you, you give me your phone. No, it doesn't work. I told you. But what happened was, he had to have some sort of legitimate way to put this in the newspaper, right? Like he couldn't be like, so here's the thing. We don't feed our prostitutes, you know, non-moldy bread, as you
0: know. So, so he just made yeah, it up? Like, so I put okay. some bacterium in a Petri dish and... No, do you know what? I think we need the answer. Okay. I have a feeling I've read that, what you just said. Yeah. I've read that some way. For sure, it, But I don't know where I heard about the prostitutes eating moldy bread out of the garbage cans and they weren't getting whole sentence. Right? Everyone, this is going to be a science
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> science podcast. Yeah. Okay, so if you know the answer, please tweet Jay because he's a Twitter fiend and let us know. What is the answer? Is Keela correct? Probably not. Is that correct? <laughs> Absolutely. Prostitutes eating moldy bread. <laughs> Hit us on the fable forest. Uh, you know on socials, or whatever. And then okay, Keita. So the the French festival, you did this moldy bread eating prostitute story.
1: Were you one of the prostitutes,
0: <laughs> or were you the moldy bread?
2: I was an actor. Uh. Nah, but like no, nah, I was just in the chorus. Um, but it was like a lot of fun, and um, yeah. And the other thing I did was in Leith Festival, which is like a smaller festival in Edinburgh. <clears throat> and um, it was an immersive show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had an escape room element. And it was like super cool. Mm. Um, and I was cast as like this um, the escape nuclear room. apocalyptic like victim. So, so they were like, oh, you have to come in here because there's a nuclear apocalypse happening. And then they tried to tell Another the abundance. audience. Yeah. Jesus. And then they tried to tell the audience that I had like gotten into the building from the outside, but I was actually being um, tested on mm-hmm. in and the so building. You,
0: were you a Trojan horse? Oh, no. You were no, being tested on in the I building. Was,
2: yeah, and there was no apocalypse. Uh, yeah. So how do you especially
1: for the chorus one, the Fringe Festival one, how yeah. do you um audition like did you was there was there somebody that you knew or was it? you
2: No, i just looked online mm-hmm. uh i just searched like theater play auditions and mm-hmm. stuff and then i found it um the like these are fringe shows that are still holding auditions mm-hmm. uh, most of them had already had auditions i don't know why they were still up but yeah that one hadn't so i just emailed them and they were like okay here's your audition slot and i just went to um surgeon's hall which is where the show actually was during the fringe um and just i just sang a bit of um school that they sent me and then i did also had to sing a bit of um like a song from a musical mm-hmm. a famous musical
0: silent night
1: how, how did that how did that feel uh you know you're you're up on stage you're singing and then i assume fringe festival there's a big crowd
2: um. Not really. No, really? because there's so many shows. Some of the venues are smallish. Okay.
0: Yeah. So theater festival. Yeah. There's they they'll they'll change like little bars will put a little stage up and okay, people will yeah. be doing. This wasn't a bar though.
2: This was like no no. A, but
0: like every available yeah. space could become a theater yeah. or performance yeah. space. right?
2: Basically. Right. Yeah.
0: During the festival. Very
2: yeah.
3: cool. Very
0: cool. So now you would like to be an actress, right? Now I what? So. What's yeah? You think so? It's, now it's the
2: conclusion I've come to after this year of. Gapping.
0: Yeah. So what? Uh, what's the plan? What are you thinking?
2: Um, my immediate plan when I get back.
0: We have a visitor.
3: No. This is my
0: daughter Hayden. It's the first time she's ever been on the podcast.
1: Second special guest.
0: Second special guest. Hayden. Hayden is an actress. Actress. Yeah. She gets eat- she gets eaten by a monster and shifted. Really? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. By Monster. <laughs> oh my goodness. You may not remember,
3: but no, it was a good day. Yeah.
0: Um, so you'd like to be an actress?
3: Yeah. Um, and what's
0: the plan? Where would you like to? Like, you're thinking of studying, so you're busy looking at various.
2: Well, my immediate plan is when when I get back to Edinburgh, is to go to like Mandy or Star Now. Mm-hmm. Which involves which involves money, but mm-hmm. I'll. I'm, that's
3: careful.
0: Okay, so we're back. Sorry about that. So um, we're going through a thing with our gorgeous daughter Hayden. Yeah. she is really. Um, she's vehemently wants to do her own thing. Kita said she's being very otherwise. <laughs> she is being very contrary. Like she's yeah. like she definitely wants to do her own thing, mm-hmm. and gets really upset when she doesn't get her way, and so it's just tough when you have to sort of readjust the attitude a little bit you know what i mean so because there's a lot of screaming and shouting right now yeah so it's just i mean it's heart-wrenching actually one of these
1: days she's gonna just scream at you and be like you're ruining my life totally
0: i'm expecting it pretty soon actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like you're four <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> three and a half oh three Oh, yeah, three and a half. okay baby. fair enough um so um so where were we what were we saying
1: well, we were talking about the Fringe Festival. Yeah. And, and we are talking about play, the,
0: the other place. The Leaf Festival. Oh,
1: I know. We were we were talking about kind of what the plan is. So uh, you had said That's when right. you get back to Edinburgh, you're going to start looking into... uh sounds like seeing what editions
0: are available out
1: there. Yeah.
3: And just <clears> kind of jumping yeah.
0: jumping right in. Yeah, looking at Mandy, mm-hmm. climbing in. Now, you'd like to get in front of the camera a little bit, right? Yeah. So explain, Mandy costs money to be on as a actor?
2: Yeah, you have to pay to have like a membership mm-hmm. because um like if you don't pay they'll send you jobs and stuff but you can't apply for any jobs unless you pay.
0: Mm. Mm. So we didn't know that, but that's amazing.
1: So it doesn't cost to post jobs. No. Just as an FYI. I mean, I, I don't know as if a people producer, are, But yeah. mandy.com definitely, I mean, I, it doesn't sound like that would be a website that you would go to, but it, it's pretty huge for it's posting, the website, yeah. Yeah, posting yeah, posting and yeah. Searching for jobs I mean yeah. facebook is is a biggie as well. Um, I see like a lot of Facebook groups where it's like um
2: i've never actually found anything there yeah no. there's
1: in in here there's a lot of like Ontario groups Toronto groups, et etc et etc, where um, it's a bunch of actors, and then if you're a producer or a director, you can post the thing that you're you know you're looking to do, mm-hmm. and people can hit you up on Facebook and stuff like that so yeah. there is a pretty big community there.
0: <clears throat> So, I don't know, something to think about okay. or look for. Yeah. Now, Kita has a concern. She's just launching herself in the world of acting. Um, but she has a concern, and the concern with the acting is what, Kita? We, we've spoken about a little bit what over your visit. Yeah. But why don't you let the audience know kind of what, what you're nervous about?
2: Well, <clears throat> it might just be, well, no, I know it's not only this but i have a very strong perception of the types of um body images that are in films mostly and
0: tall slender muscular yeah yeah
2: um i think tall is the big one uh yeah. because it's well, not something i can do anything about because no. i'm 4'11 which is a ridiculous height actually like like People are like, oh, I'm so short and quirky. And they're like 5'2". And it's like, try being 4'11". Pe- people look at you like you're an alien. So, yeah.
0: A big one for a lot of leading individuals is straight teeth. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that one. Yeah. it's it. There are some people who have broken through that without getting like invisalign and doing that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you'll see a couple of skewed teeth. But, for the most part, straight teeth is mm-hmm. a biggie too.
1: It is weirds me out every now and again when i'm watching a tv show and the person's teeth are super
0: white if they can be too white yeah yeah, yeah. there is a thing in hollywood right now to whiten your teeth and i actually it was hilarious but in that in uh, that show with the rock and kevin hart um central intelligence yes in that movie, at one stage, I watched the trailer and their teeth were, like, luminescent. Both of them. I was like, they must have gone no, and got like, done Kev- together. But
2: I, I... Like, when I picture Kevin Hart, I just picture, like, his teeth A being, big like... Set of teeth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you, you're concerned about body image. Yeah. Um, and about the, the roles that you'll be able to play with body image. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I'd love to tell you that it doesn't matter, but of course it
2: does. It does, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like... I will say... <clears throat>
1: I think maybe in today's um, marketplace, things are ch- shifting a little bit. I do think so. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've actually been it, it. I have noticed that in some newer stuff, um, which is great, um, but the kind of sexual element is l- less, mm-hmm. lessened, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you used to, you used to kind of see, um, you know, you're telling a story and still everyone is super hot and dressed, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. to kind of um, titillate, if that makes sense. But uh, it's, it is kind of lessening a little bit. You know? Well,
3: well
0: I, I, and this is what I said to Keita. I said, when, when I shoot a film, mm-hmm. if, some, if an actor walked in and they were too good looking, I wouldn't want them in the movie. Because it detracts from the story, and in fact, any any like actors want to have a six pack and they want to look like a superhero. Right. But the truth is, when they play an ordinary guy, if they are shaped like that, you don't believe them. Mm. It's the same thing when when hair is too well done, when makeup is too well done, yeah. it detracts from the movie because I see it, and you know, I'm like, this is fake. This is totally fake. Well, we. When, yeah. Sorry, ahead. when Ryan Reynolds in *Amateur Horror walks down the hallway with no shirt for the ladies, there is no ways that he that man has that body in that story. You're doing a disservice to the story of the film by putting that in there because it's too over the top. He's too sculpted. He's been dieting. He gyms every single day. That body gyms every single day. Yeah. And that's not what the character in that movie does. Right? He does not gym every day.
1: And I, I will say that... Um, now, first of all, we're we're having this discuss. First of all, uh, I'm the most hideous one at this table. Okay, for the record, but we're we're talking no one about is disagreeing with you. We're we're, <laughs> we're talking about
3: you Adrian. know.
1: I actually really like when someone is a little weird looking. Yes, Does absolutely. That, oh yeah. Right. So yeah. So you, you look at you look at the success of like Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. that guy's an ugly
0: motherfucker. But
1: <laughs> look at that guy's nose. Come on, but, Owen, but, you know it.
0: But, but but let me tell you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let, let me tell you this. So yes, his nose is uh, unorthodox, right? Like it kind of bulges a little bit to the side. It's a bit lumpy, but the thing is his face is actually symmetrical and very photogenic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but so what I was going to say was, nose is very interesting
1: to, to the detractor. When we were uh, doing all of the additions and the, uh, sifting through the applicants for shifted mm-hmm. um we did have a couple people that were like well you are smoking hot your boobs were like out to here whoops mm-hmm. and it was just inappropriate <laughs> yeah. right because it's too much yeah. it's too much because you, again you're going to be watching the movie and you're gonna be like look at her boobs look at The boobs <laughs> right and that's not what you're trying yeah. to do right you're yeah. trying especially, to tell
0: a story especially that pulls people out like If it's if it's too much that it pulls people out of the story, then you're going to be in, you know what I mean? Like if your height. Now Tom Cruise is really short, and he manages to make it work. And I know that's like the, that's the every example. Everybody always talks about Tom Cruise and his height, but I I think you know you can get around it, especially Mm -hmm. on screen, Mm -hmm. because it depends that you could be if someone's super tall, they'll put you on apple boxes so that it kind of evens you out a little bit. You know what I mean? There are methods.
1: I think. I think that um, there should be a wave of filmmaking where you take guys that wouldn't normally be a superhero because Mm -hmm. they're Mm 5'6", right? And you stack them against leading ladies that are 4'11", it makes us look normal, yeah, right? So you just get everybody in the cast, the maximum height is Mm 5'6". Then you can get a whole bunch of average-sized people to be superheroes. Totally. I'm excited about it. You make Willow. Willow. Val Kilmer. <laughs> good movie. Yeah.
0: But um but yes and, and for shifted we in fact our leading man Mike Words is not your conventional actor shape, you right. know. He's a bigger fellow yeah. and he is great in the role. Yeah. Right? For sure. He's awesome. He's sort of uh, he's he's kind of menacing, he's kind of scary. He's it's it's a good fit for the role and he's not he's not your conventional I would say most of our hero.
1: characters are quirky. Yeah. Zach is super quirky. Yeah. Derek, I mean, he's hideous. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> looks like a bum hole. <laughs> and Zach. Now we're looking at you, Derek. The, the, Zach has a very interesting look. Like he has a very, and I think I think we're drawn to like interesting people. And right? I think
1: most people are. And that yeah. that this is my point. I don't think I think that body image might be might be a thing for certain types of roles. So like. You make a movie like Fast and the Furious, right? Yeah. And everybody's gonna be like super hot and long legs and short skirts yeah, and everybody's you know, like that. Blah 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 blah. But I think the majority mm. of the best filmmaking, this is not this is not an issue anymore. I mean, you look mm. at look at uh, Shape of Water, which won Best Picture last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. The leading lady, so the two leading ladies, one the the primary character was kind of mousy and kind of. You know weird looking, weird looking and diminutive. Yeah. And then her um best friend best friend, the supporting actress, was like bigger black lady. I mean, you know, and what's the guy's name uh that played the the bad guy that was also in um um uh, Boardwalk Empire? That guy's Sh- Shannon. Shannon. yeah, Shannon something. Um yeah. he's a creepy looking dude. I mean he he's is. not bad he's not I'm not saying he's bad looking, he's a good looking dude but he's strange looking. Yeah. Right. He's got a, and he, he so, a strange thing you like. know, if you want to be in movies that are great, I don't think the body image is an issue. I really don't.
0: Yeah. The thing is you might, you might get turned down for a role based on just the way you look. Like if you think about us, we like an actress might be amazing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if we feel like she's not going to fit in the role, we, we would be more, we'd be like, we'll put her at the bottom of our list. Do you know what I mean? Right. But that's always going to happen.
1: So a director or a team, a yeah. creative team is going to have an idea for what kind of look they want. Yeah. Right. And you know, when we're, when we're sifting through a hundred resumes, mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't look right, you can almost tell, you can be like, well, we kind of have this kind of thought in mind for this particular yeah. person and that person's not really
0: it. So you, it doesn't really feel, it doesn't feel right. And the thing is, and this is what I said to Kito also was that it's not really your fault. It's um, like a lot of it is, that has nothing to do with
2: the skill the yeah. skill
0: or what you are. It's just yeah, someone might look that. at your picture and be like, well, she's not really right for this or he's not really right for this. And yep. just based on that, yeah. you might not get the job. Before you've opened your mouth, before you've decided anything, they may have made their decision. Yeah. And that's absolutely their right because in their head they have a vision. Yeah. And you would get something else that you do fit into. right? Now, I also will say like some of the leading ladies at the moment, who is in The Boss? What is her... And she is... She's the, she's the actress in um, Mike and... Molly and Mike. Mike and Molly? Oh, uh... I don't like her.
1: You don't like her? No. The girl from Bridesmaids. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know who
0: you're talking about. She's hilarious. Mm. From uh, Identity Theft. Yeah. You don't like her? No. Megan McCarthy. <laughs> M- McCarthy. Yes, McCarthy. That's right, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. You from Ghostbusters as well? You, yeah. You, you don't like
3: it? Mm-mm.
0: Well, all I'd like to say about her is that she she has a brand, and her brand has worked. She's found her voice, and her voice is probably one of the most popular voices, you know, brands, acting brands out there at the moment. Like I don't think there's a person that would hesitate to put her in a comedy because she, most people think she's hilarious. Jason is not a fan. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Different strokes for different folks. I've, so the thing is, I found her hilarious in Bridesmaids. Yeah. I, I found her style hilarious. Um but then and and Mike and Molly, she's pretty funny.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: A little bit I, I like that show. Um but everything I've seen in her in afterwards, I haven't enjoyed the performance. So I feel bad, but
0: Okay my point being that d- body shapes are making it in right yeah. different body shapes are making it to the top of the pile
1: so i think i think the trick is um and I, I don't i don't know but i think the trick is uh never be too hung up on one particular role and just do as much as you can like especially when you're when you're first starting out like try to be in everything everything
3: okay right yeah Lots of and experience. uh
1: I mean, the only, when I say everything, I think the only maybe thing, and I don't know, this might be tough for your uncle, but I would probably stay away from nudity stuff. I don't know what, what, um, young actresses are being told these days. I mean, not young, but like your age, like if people are just starting out, like, would you say that, um, you know, some of the, most of the, top actresses now would have done some like nudity stuff early on in their career. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, that, I'm just saying that you probably got to try to make a decision
3: early
0: on. Well, it it definitely depends on the project. Yeah. Um, If you read the script and you're like, this is really something special for me to be involved in. And the the director would like to see your breasts. I don't know. You, you, you should think about it because it might like it is part of the job. People are doing it more and more often these days, yes. Yeah. and it would depend on the project. Yeah, totally. Like, mm-hmm. and and we had in shifted. We I guess like, like like we just talked about with Shape
1: of Water. I mean, she was super naked in that too. Yeah, and so you, you she gotta, would have read
0: the script, and she would have been like, "Well, there's no ways I'm not going to do this movie, right? And it does require some nudity, so maybe I need to think about it. If somebody just wants to show boobs, right." You can you can you can also push back. We've had pushback as well. We had a scene in shifted that we anticipated was good. there was going to be just like she was going to be in in the bath. Yeah. There was a person that was going to be in the bath uh, with clothes on, but we were we were likely going to see through the clothes. Yeah, and she didn't want that, and we were like, okay, cool. We and because it wasn't a um, it wasn't a make or break for us. Right, it was just like she was like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable. And we're like, yeah. oh,
1: okay. I mean, it still worked out really well. Yeah, it did. No, it was amazing.
0: But, um, but yeah, so it, it depends on the project. Sometimes you can have a word with the director, be like, how attached are you to this scene? Mm-hmm. Um, directors will not like that conversation at all because <laughs> they just want it they, to be what they because want because they wrote yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, that's what. I, I if I didn't want it, why would I write it? But I know that I have when someone has expressed a little bit of discomfort. And I do say to myself, I'm like, well, didn't you read it? And, you know, but you can have that conversation. Okay. Or just make the decision
1: Or ahead just of make time. the decision just ahead Just be of like time.
0: moving on, moving to something else. I'm not going right? to say so, what's wrong. So
1: it's something to think about. Yeah, because it is, I will say, that it's probably fairly irritating to...
0: The creative team. The
1: creative team to, to have somebody... S- they, that they're uncomfortable with something.
0: After they've started the project. Right, after they've agreed yeah. to it. So That is tough. That's tough for us. Yeah. Totally. Because we, we just assumed that it would be a go. Yeah. Because the script, because they read it. And it was, the, it was in the audition, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah but, um, but uh, and I get where actresses and actors are coming from. They want roles. They want to be in front of the camera. Absolutely. So they kind of, I'm going to cross that bridge if I get to it. Like, if I get the role, then I will... Because maybe I won't even get it. Won't even be an option. So right.
2: Yeah. If they say no before, then they're
3: out. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's exciting. It's very exciting. You. But all, and this is my piece of advice. Yeah. My piece of advice is work really hard. Yeah. Totally. Don't not work.
3: Yeah.
0: Like if you if you, you can be if you can be training if you can be practicing if you can be doing something keep moving keep doing
1: and do small stuff with people. Try to yeah. do lots because yeah. you just never know who you're going to, you could do in a, race. you could do a short film with somebody mm. and you could be acting across uh, a person who ends up getting some bigger role later on and they had a really great time working with you, right? So you, oh, you just yeah. never know, or you, you work with a, you know, a director who then, you know, a year from then, um, Gets the lands some, lands some big yeah. thing and yeah. then you can be like, oh, remember that? I mean, they won't. You won't even have to say, "Remember that short film." But you can be reach out and say, "Oh my God, it was so great working with you last time." Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you have a spot for me in this? I'd love to have a bigger role or blah 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 blah. And yeah. We had such a good time shooting X Y Z. And
0: if you if you if you work for a creative team and you sort of knock it out the park, they'll never forget you. Right. Yeah. They'll always, like, they'll always. Have you know fond? They'll always remember you fondly. And if if the opportunity comes up and the timing is right for the both of you, for the you know you Mm -hmm. have the time and the project is available, it would be a no brainer.
3: Yeah.
1: So just all you know, be pleasant to work with.
0: That's another thing.
1: You know, think movie sets and stuff like that. They're long days. They're tiring. Everybody gets a little grumpy. The creative team gets grumpy. So just as the actor, he's talking about me. (laughs) No, me too. Me too. Everybody.
0: you really do. You really do. Uh, stay calm throughout your grumpiness. I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. You're good but at it. it but know. it's hard. But every things can get a little
1: tense. So just always be there for the creative team. You know, always be ready to go. And yeah, there's a lot of waiting and all that kind of. Anyways, I mean, you've. You, just, I'm sure you know all the stuff. But
0: yeah, yeah. be and a good positive positive attitude.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and man, knowing so, your lines. that's huge
0: it's huge yeah first and foremost lock the craft down nail the performance like just like work hard at everything don't just because I I have met people who are like yeah I can act and I'd be like and they would be like and I want to be an actor and I'd be like you should be practicing you should be training you should be working your craft you should be like doing this thing and they're like no I can they just the, the assumption was that they could just do anything just at the drop of a hat and they would be fine But really, you gotta work it, work it, work it, work it. You have to, it doesn't matter who you are. You gotta keep working it. Be able Um, to cry. Another thing to start doing is also to start working your socials. Yeah. You gotta build your socials, because if you come into an audition with somebody else come into an audition and you're both the same, they don't know how they feel about you, but one of you has a larger social following, they'll tend to go towards the larger social following.
1: True. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Like
2: on Instagram? Yeah.
1: So if, if you if you do art and, and music and stuff you like that as well, it on Instagram. you should be doing tiny snips and things like that. we do Instagram. Don't be fake. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Don't be fake. Be you. Um, but if you can have a, a group of people that like looking at your art or like hearing you sing or yeah. like, you know, your little snips and things like that, it is helpful. I mean, we have heard it. We've done it, right? You look at, you look at, three or four people and they're all equally good. You watch their audition tapes and you're like, I really enjoy all these people. And this person has 40,000 Twitter followers. You're like, Hmm. Every time that person posts a selfie on set, it's hitting 40,000 people. Right. Ah, yeah. So it's, it is, it's a thing. It is. It is a thing. So
0: you, um, and you just, you want to be authentic. Mm. You want to be real, but you just want to be posting yeah you know just do it and um, yeah and keep that ball rolling
3: yeah I used to... to don't
0: don't get political on your on your socials
2: oh no don't. because do. that'll
0: turn people off yeah they'll be like we can't these days we can't we're not gonna we're not gonna risk getting into getting into business with someone who has a, such a strong political stance whatever it is yeah because if that is because of the fear of backlash yeah
3: yeah
1: Same Um, with poor jokes and poor taste. I mean, we do it. We're probably never going to... James Gunn, hey? I mean, Disney's not going to ever give us any money. No.
0: I mean... No. Not after the podcast.
1: Hopefully, Disney. Don't listen to our
0: podcast. Yeah. So you heard about that? No. So James Gunn, he's the guy. He did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And he has this really quirky sense of humor. And in his Twitter, he used to make... Hilarious jokes like pedophile jokes and like poor taste for sure. Yeah. yeah, they were itchy, right on the edge of what jokes are allowed. Yeah, and he had deleted these, but they're never gone. So somebody went and found them, oh. and then Disney fired him from the Guardians of the, Guardians
1: of the Galaxy. Really? Yeah,
3: for
2: who was he in Guardians of the Galaxy? He's the director, he's the director. Oh,
1: writer, director. God. Yeah, so you think about a guy who he made Guardians of the Galaxy, arguably one of the, the greatest, greatest new superhero movie ever. Yeah. Right? And, um, yeah, I mean, if you made any pedophile rape jokes uh, 10 years ago that you deleted off the internet, Disney tough Man luck. It.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So, basically, if you make a poor a joke in poor taste, then, you know, kiss your Disney career goodbye. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr.
2: <laughs> to be fair, I already... Totally. Like, like explain... Totally. Like, uh,
1: How, uh, the Coke Come on. Come on. Anyways, I don't know. And Disney's like, yeah, you're cool. Oh, no, no.
0: We need Iron Man. Uh, Yeah, Iron Man. Director can be replaced, but... uh, Oh, come on. Apparently, you told me something about Disney. Yeah.
2: To be like, I don't think I have any chance with Disney um, because, well, because I just don't. But also because um, someone told me that they... Even if you have the tiniest tattoo, like a little bird behind your ear or like a star on the bottom of your foot, they won't let you work with them.
1: That can't be true. Every Star Wars character, every Marvel—come on,
0: there's no ways. I mean, maybe they won't let
1: you be on, you maybe, know, the maybe, kids' channel. Yeah,
3: maybe,
0: maybe it's the Disney princesses and working at Disney in the Disney Disney World. Oh, that I can see. Maybe, sure.
1: yeah, sure. That that makes. I don't know. That I, was makes just, kind of yeah,
2: sense. I was I was told that by an actor. So. Yeah.
3: Well, we'll I see. mean, maybe,
2: but
0: yeah. I don't know. I would have a hard time believing that none of yeah. those actors that work for Disney. But the thing is, they bought Marvel, so Marvel would never have had those rules beforehand. Right. So, with Marvel, there might be like a little bit of a an X factor there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe for traditional Disney movies, they were like, because you never know what Walt thought when he was writing down rules and regulations before he popped off. He was like. Listen, guys, this is part of Disney's rules no tattoos. And his views about tattoos back then would have been like hardcore compared to today's views about tattoos, right? So you just don't know. If those rules still apply, Mm. people are like, when are we going to change Walt's crazy rules? Yeah, and I also... Don't hire South Africans. (laughs) (laughs) No, hire South Africans. We are lovely people.
2: Yes.
0: No, I I know. I'm just saying Walt is crazy. Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know, like like with tattoos and stuff, um
0: You know that they don't wash off, eh? Yes. Okay, well why did you get them then? Because I was nineteen. So dumb. Do you have any permanent marks on your skin? No. No, neither do I. We're pure. Disney'll hire us in a cinch. <laughs> Fuck shit, wank. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> Not anymore.
2: No, okay. So Ta- I, I like tattoos, and um, they're kind of a cool way to express myself and um, the one on my ankle I got more than a year ago, like mm-hmm. April last year. Yeah, and it's now like almost the end of this year, and, and I don't regret it, and like I've changed a lot in that time. so
0: that's okay. You have a lot, you have a long time to grow to regret that tattoo.
2: I
1: assume it's a swastika
2: (laughs) basically the only reason i would consider
1: i mean that wasn't a no
0: (laughs) it's a cat oh it's a cute little kitty cat oh well
2: the only the only way i would consider no the only reason i would do that thing the, the painful laser procedure to get it removed um is is if it compromised my career. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't think I would do that because it's like, it would feel like a raising part of me for a job. Like, mm-hmm. and I never really want to do that. I so, will say yeah. it
1: was weird. You know, the, the, um, uh, Game of Thrones girls, the Sansa Stark and, uh, Arya Stark, mm-hmm. they got matching tattoos. Really? Game of Thrones related, like, a, oh.
0: like a little wolf or a dragon. I can't remember what, but, I'm like, oh, wow. that's interesting. I mean, the thing is, when that, it, like, it, when you've been, when you've done something that's part of your life for so, so long, and it's so, so significant to yeah, your life, exactly. like that would have changed their lives, yeah, completely. Um, I mean, I can get it. I totally get tattoos. Um, but what are you going to do when your cat turns slowly sags into a beard? That's okay.
2: You All have tattoos w- are. You amazing. have you have wrinkly skin anyway. So what's wrong if it looks interesting?
0: There you go. Like an interesting beard. Why do you have a beard on your ankle? Amazing.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I'm just one, one I'm thing just One thing that we do with, with every guest on our show is.
0: Uh, do you want to do questions quickly? Questions? I think they're right behind you. Yeah, let's
1: do, let's do trivia questions.
0: Let's do trivia questions, and then we will do the final, the final thing. So, oh, we'll yeah. see if you have any movie knowledge. Okay. Here we go. You can.
2: Here's...
3: Yeah. There we go.
1: What questions are we doing, Adrian? Shall we do peas? Sure. Type raise for everyone that beats Adrian and I. wait, so how does it work? So you just ask. We're, the, we're each gonna read the P question. Oh yeah. And uh, we each try and answer. Don't, don't look at the Don't answers. look at the answer because we can all try to guess and then once the you, answers are on the back. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Have, have at it, Adrian. Okay. You Name know. the actor who has been romantically linked to Farrah Fawcett, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Uma Thurman.
3: Ooh.
0: Um
1: Mel Gibson.
2: I have no idea. Bruce
0: Willis. Oh, I'm totally wrong. Yeah. Okay. okay. Robert Downey Jr.
2: Bro. <laughs> Good
3: work.
1: Disney. Disney. And do you know about this? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go,
3: go up,
2: e. Okay. Um. Do I, Which card do I go with? Both. Okay.
0: First, yeah, one one at a time.
2: Um, name the only two actors to receive Oscars for playing the same character.
1: That's interesting. What do you, Who do you think the character might be? The
0: James Joker. Bond.
2: Ah.
0: Okay. Heath Ledger and Jack Nichols. No, this game is probably older than Heath's. No, no. It's Heath. not. It, it would be. It. It's not. Deluxe okay, Edition. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Joker, Jack Nicholson, and Heath Ledger. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I mean, James, James Bond's not bad. I just don't know if James Bonds have ever won an Oscar though.
1: I don't know either. It's kind of. I was gonna say too. what is the chances? What are the chances that it was Jack Ryan? Like Hunt for Red October, Alec oh, Baldwin, oh, and was that,
0: a, was that Jack Ryan? Was yeah. Hunt for the Red October? And so
1: was Clint Eastwood in. Oh, in I mean, uh, maybe that's a, that's. I'm going to say Clint Eastwood and Alec Baldwin for Jack Ryan.
3: Okay.
2: Um, can I say the Joker one as well?
0: Yes. If you, can. As you okay. want to, just okay. copy me, it's fine. <laughs> it. What is it?
2: Um, Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro played Vito Corleone in the Godfather series.
3: Uh,
2: what?
1: The Godfather. Yeah. Young and old.
0: Oh, the very the exact same character. Not a different not a same character in different movies. Ah, didn't really understand the question I think.
1: Good one. Yeah. Okay. Who was the first actress to earn one million dollars for starring in a motion
0: picture? Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman? Pretty woman. Really? I
2: don't know. What What was the question?
1: Who was the first actress to earn a million dollars for starring in a motion picture? So you probably don't have to get the motion picture,
0: but yeah, who's the actress? First actress to to win a million.
2: I don't know how people know this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we get Julia
0: Roberts is, is a really good guess. It seems like the right time. She was in the right. She was exploding at the right moment.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: know. I'm gonna say Jodie Foster.
0: Oh, good decision. It's not
3: terrible. (laughs) You're gonna have to
1: name an actress. Meryl
2: Streep. I don't know. Oh, that's a
1: really good answer. Way earlier. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor, in Cleopatra. Oh wow, it's a long time. Yeah. We're terrible at trivia, by the way. Yes. It's the best. This is a movie podcast where we don't know anything about movies. It's really good. (laughs) But it makes everybody else feel good.
0: Yeah. Too, because they're like. You know, these guys are just dunces. Name the sequel to the movie Ghostbusters.
2: It like Ghostbusters 2. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is, there, <laughs> I don't understand. is
3: there
2: more to it? No, let me think. let must see.
3: No. I mean,
0: I would have said Ghostbusters 2. In the... Yeah. What a dumb question. That's
2: a stupid question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Am I supposed to get the, the, throw yep. this one away because yep. that was the one I did last time? Yeah. All right. Okay. Hit us. Kira. Hit us. Is it, it the P it, again? Yeah. yeah. Um, a drawing of Humphrey Bogart was the model for the Gerber baby. Fact or fiction?
0: Fiction. Fact.
2: Uh, fiction. fiction. I don't
0: know. Spin it around and see
1: what happens. Fiction. <sighs> Tied. Yes. This Is, is tied? No, is you would have totally 2? got Ghostbusters too. I think you guys are winning. Well, I guess nobody's winning. <laughs> I mean, th- the problem is, is that this one's easy also. Oh, okay. In the 1991 film Hook, Robin Williams' character flew to this faraway land. Oh, Neverland. Never,
2: yeah, that's easy. Never, never, we never. were
1: actually talking about, I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about Hook the other day. I loved that movie.
0: That movie was awesome. Yeah. Robin i just love that robin williams changed like when he does the front somersault when he returns back and then he does this front somersault and he kind of lands on his face and he just like looks up smiling and happy he's completely yeah. i just love the transformation of the character it was one of the best things about that movie yes
1: i loved hook hook, yeah. hook might be
0: one of my I don't
1: know. It's it's up there. Way up there. It's it's hard to say what your favorite movies are. Yeah. So let's get into that. But, let's get into that. But uh, so what we what we do with all of our guests Hida is we ask you for your three desert island movies. So three favorite movies, three movies oh. that you can watch again and again and again and again uh, when
0: you're stuck on a desert island. Yeah. So you'd be able to watch them over and over.
2: That's hard though because a lot totally. of my favorite movies have like twists in them and stuff.
0: So yeah,
1: you might not want to choose those. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite movie twist movie of all time? Fight Club. Oh, good stuff. I mean, you can watch that.
2: There, there is always more to like see in that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. Because it's yeah. a
0: lot. It's a full film.
1: Yeah. yeah. For sure. All right. What do you What do you say? Uh, so three. Yep.
2: Hmm. Different genres would probably be good to so, like mix it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is really cool. So, probably that Good choice.
0: Pretty old school for a (laughs) 19-year-old. I was going to say,
2: yeah. Um, These are, are like, really unimaginative answers. But Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Fight Club, and Seven, probably.
1: I mean, excellent choices. Those are all very good. For a youngin. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah,
3: yeah. Cool. Good
1: decision. All right, so uh that's i don't know the end. that
0: that's the end of our show thanks
1: what about very much. you
2: guys
0: i mean oh, our desert island movies
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: i'll tell you one movie i will never that i will not take is hold the dark from
2: Netflix. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a movie we watched the other part of shit
0: that's oh, how i feel really it's a, it's a waste of your time uh, <laughs> how I, feel. I was mad after that movie yeah
3: yeah
0: good so because, i won't watch it then well, maybe you should, because I, so I, I want to know. I, I just want to know if I've completely missed the boat. Maybe it's so genius that I <laughs> that I missed it.
2: Should I explain the vague outline of it to him? No, or are let, you gonna let, get let, angry? No, let me.
0: Wa- I'll watch it. I'll watch it.
1: Oh, Let's, don't do that to yourself.
2: No,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not a bad idea to watch it because I'd love to actually hear what you think about it. Just okay, If yeah. if you do find something um that
1: you like about it i just okay here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna gonna watch it but i've seen it on netflix a couple times the ad the ad and i've been like nah every time so i will give it a watch next podcast we're gonna talk about it if we don't have a guest let's uh let i want to hear more about your your washington trip i'll tell you about my new york trip Okay, and uh, and we'll talk about some movies that we've we've seen. That we want to punch the, in the face. Have you seen the movie Wind River? Yes. So I did enjoy that. I saw I saw Wind River with my dad in the theater ages and ages ago, and then Anne just watched it on Netflix, and uh, I love that movie. Jeremy yeah. Renner, and and the the crazy thing is is I really it starts off slow, like the first hour and quite a bit is very slow, right? Mm. But even though it was slow, and normally I hate that, it was still great. Still like the gritty. performances were great, yeah. it was very kind of creepy. You were trying to follow along with what was going on, and then bam, it gets exciting. that was great anyways. Yeah. Anne was watching it the other day, and, and I was like, "Oh, I'm excited
0: for you for you to watch it. Yeah yeah, I do I know a movie's really great when I wish that I could go back to the point at which I hadn't seen the movie and watch it again so I could experience it for the first time again. Yeah. That's how I know when a movie when a movie really works.
1: I'll tell you so That's the feeling I have. I I have that feeling too, but I it's manifested in a different way, which is that uh some of my favorite movies now I get to experience again with Connor. Yeah. With right? Your so son I get again. to, you know, we watched a Fight Club and so I get to see how he feels about it. So mm. We started watching seven Mm -hmm. on the little screen in my office, but I was like, no, we got to stop and and we're going to watch it on the big screen. And, uh, but yeah, you, you watch some movies that you loved with your, you know, now 15 year old or 16 year old who should be kind of starting to get these things and, uh, it's It's the best, but, uh, anyways, yeah. So yeah. So what's it called again? Hold the dark, hold the dark. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now I, I mean, I went online. I was like, "Did I miss something?"
2: Yeah, we tried to look up like, the we explanation. Like, yeah, we
0: were like, you know, I just did. I. I'm getting. You know what I'm excited for?
1: I I, I'm. Um, someday, soon, we're gonna we're gonna make a relationship with Netflix and we're gonna make a Netflix original. It's gonna be fun, and. Uh,
0: I'm uh, I'm losing. I'm. This yeah, hurt Netflix this originals. Hurt you. The the Netflix originals brand. Yeah. Like. I just, I I, like, you, you should, like, and you should have seen how angry Heather was. Like, she was like, she was like, we cannot trust Netflix originals. You can't trust that it's going to be any good. That's how she felt about it. Because it could be, this is, this is now paraphrasing. It could be a pile of shit. Yeah. Because you just don't know. You're just rolling the dice. There's no brand security. Right. With Netflix. Right. They, but okay thing, well that's and, a problem well the thing is that, that they are experimenting and that's good because you want that you want new fresh interesting ideas but have they gone too far with like allowing a filmmaker or, you know the filmmakers to do anything that they want so is, so there, is no one... there
1: is there a person behind the scenes that's looking at the script first and saying so nobody knows
0: what the fuck this is about right the, and this is what we asked we were like is there no one pre proofreading these and being like, nobody knows what this is about?
1: Yeah. Right. So there's a big difference between Netflix buys an indie film and yes. puts it out there yes. versus Netflix puts their stamp on it. This is a Netflix original. We're paying for this movie to be made. Mm-hmm. There needs to be some level of control saying, oh, no, this is not good. You guys well, need to go back to the
0: drawing board a little bit and shore this up. Yeah. Because they're obviously putting some money behind it. Yes, absolutely putting money behind it. It's just... You just... Because you want there to be that creative freedom. But this is why I'm like, did I I just not get it? Okay. Did I not pick up what they were trying to do? Because I felt betrayed. By the end of the movie, I was like, why did you have me watch this? There was no... It didn't. It didn't feel like there was rhyme or reason for anything. It didn't feel like the characters were being really driven by something authentic that we could understand. Right. And I understand that the principle was that there was like a they were animalistic too. It was like the these. Now it came from a book, and maybe the the transition from book to script to screen didn't work. And you got more out of the book. Right. You understood more in the book, because you were inside someone's head. Um but in that case you once again need to have someone who is proofreading the script to make sure that it translates to screen correctly i don't know or maybe you just take a flyer that it's going to be something wonderful that's going to work and it just happened to not work okay um so i don't know i don't know what the answer is but i certainly was mad by the end of the movie and if that's what they if that's what they were trying to do then uh, they they succeeded success okay well i'll give that's it a watch we'll talk try about it Trying to make people really mad. Yeah. yeah. Like
2: we looked up what it was about and the only kind of explanation there was was that the the couple were twins. And then that was just an extra layer that really didn't come through in the story and that y- like didn't add anything. Yeah, and,
0: and one, of the, one of the things that the, the director said in an interview was, yeah, you should go and watch it again and then you'll start picking it up. Right. So like, and we've had this experience before with local filmmakers where... where Com, like where complexity or not really completely underst- like an audience not completely understanding the story is kind of revered mm-hmm. whereas I come from a different camp i'm like if the if the audience doesn't pick it up, you're failing mm. you're making a mistake there sh- you don't you 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 want the primary story to one hundred percent hit the audience square between the eyes it's okay there can be more
1: it's okay if there's more if there's it's more. okay if yeah. there's stuff hidden in the background that Upon Discussive. discussing with it afterwards, yeah. it can really, yeah. You know, it...
2: but then what about Inception? Because most people don't understand that at all the first time they watch
0: um, it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll disagree with you on there. I, I don't know. Inception to me seemed pretty. Like, does it make was,
1: sense?
2: Okay. Yeah, th- to me. Th- now was... there's a again,
0: there's a lot more under
1: the table that maybe you can think about. But I think people got the main story because they.
0: Yeah, Laid, dreams, lead it, it out. Dreams, They're like, dreams. we're going to go in and we're going to yeah. plant an the, idea. If you're yeah. in here, you're moving this fast. The next layer is moving slower. The next moving even, more, even slower. And yeah.
2: yeah. I, I mean, to be I, fair, I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I just oh, heard that it's very... Well,
0: you should do that. Definitely. Definitely
2: do it. I just heard that it's very confusing.
0: Yeah. No, I I was okay with Inception. Inception was... I, I thought... Yeah, it was fine. I, I would say even more... A little more confusing than that was probably Interstellar. But I still think Interstellar was well within the world of reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But this was... It was maddening. All right, well,
1: let's leave it there. I'm going to watch it. And we'll come back and we'll chat more about it, Kita. Where can uh, we're gonna to start to build your brand? Uh, I don't know if we can today, but w- where can yeah. people follow along with you? Are you on Instagram? Um, yeah, Instagram.
2: Okay. Um, Facebook, I guess, but I don't really use Facebook much. What's, what's your
1: What's your Instagram? That's we'll your We'll put it in the uh, um, we'll put it in the show notes, but
2: it's Kita. I can't really say because it it's got two H's, but okay, spell it out there. Uh, k K-a-t.
1: Kita Cat. Kita Cat. All right, With amazing. With two H's. With
2: two H's. I don't know why. Yeah. So
1: well, we'll, well, I'm sure we'll try to follow you on Instagrams. Instagram if we're not already, and uh, and then you guys can hunt her down. Yeah. But uh, really good chit chatting, and uh, hopefully we see more, and and uh, we can do a Skype once you become super famous, oh. totally. or we She's can gonna, come to Edinburgh and well, do it. A...
0: Well, well, no, she Kita actually was like when we have another project, if there's something yeah. that fits her her mold, yeah. M O L D. Yeah, yeah. M O U L D. Oh, okay. then we should give her a ring, and she'll jet off. She'll take some time off and jet off, and maybe be part of the project. Well,
1: you probably have a place to stay.
0: Do
3: I? At your, <laughs> that's your uncle's house. At
0: uncle's house. Come on. Okay. So, Kita, this is for you. Dream big. work on. If you enjoyed, head over to our website www.thefableforest.com Check out our phones and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials,
1: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram always at The Fable Forest and share our show with your friends it'll really help us out a lot. Dream big work hard.